0: All right, guys, welcome back to the 65 Movement Podcast. My name is Dr. Eric Petty, and today we're talking about President Donald Trump and why I don't believe he will live through this COVID-19 uh, diagnosis. And that may sound harsh, uh, but, you know, as you guys know, I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I have seen, uh, you know, my fair share of COVID-19 patients at this point, you um, and I, you know, I don't want to front like I'm in the hospital and I'm I'm traking. But, I, you know, I have had to gown up and, you know, wear PPE and deal with these people. Uh, most of the people I'm dealing with with COVID is after COVID. But uh, but I want to I want to make the case and, and you guys can tell me what you think. But before we do that, we got to just review what the 65 movement is about. The 65 movement is about uh, getting older and aging successfully. Uh, basically, we want to age without getting old. That, that's the goal. The goal is to never uh, have to say, oh, I'm getting old or I'm old. The, the, the goal is to say that I'm aging. There's no reason why we can't age into our 70s and 80s and 90s and, and so on and so forth. Uh, Even with that said, the bottom line is the average white man is going to live to he's about 76 years old. And as we know, Donald Trump is 74 years old. Um, When we start thinking about the people who are going to live longer, we generally are looking at those people who might just have a blessing with their genetic predisposition or the people who are doing things to help themselves live longer, like exercising, eating right, keeping their weight right, all of that stuff. Uh, I, you know, when I see different patients um, who have lived for a long time, I generally will interview them and I, I want to get tips. How, how, do you, how did you do this? How did you stick around? And most of them exercise. They take long walks. Um, some of them even still go to the gym. A lot of them watch what they eat. I want you to ask yourself when you, when you look at President Donald Trump, Does that sound like him? Uh, You know, I I don't know the exact quote, but I know he's been he's talked about, you know, not feeling like he has a need for exercise. Um, I posted something way back where he was really touting fast food and pizza. I think he actually hosted a White House event and uh, he catered it with like all McDonald's and Domino's and, and stuff like that. I think it's pretty clear that he's eating fast food. He doesn't really hold exercise in a high regard. And if we're just looking at things objectively, at 244 pounds, he's obese. Uh, So when when you tell me someone has COVID-19, they're obese, they don't exercise regularly, and they appreciate fast foods and maybe not the healthiest foods, in their, in their normal everyday life. Now, maybe since moving into the White House, um, and, and not like he couldn't do it before the White House, but maybe you know he has chefs and stuff. Maybe he's just putting on uh, to relate to the average person who might eat fast food. But when you tell me all those things, uh, to me, the prognosis is not good. Now, the one thing that does really play in his favor, favor is he has a world-class medical team around him. But... That doesn't mean he will live through this COVID-19 scare. Uh, and, And the reason why I say that, it goes to what living actually means. And if you have a copy of 65, you know there's a chapter in there that's titled, Do You Want to Live? And even if you not just that chapter, just throughout the book, we really have to delineate the difference between being alive and living. We, we get very caught up in life expectancy in this country. And if someone lives to their, till they're 90, we call that a success. But what if I told you the last 15 years of that life was miserable? It was plagued by arthritis and constant doctor's appointments and congestive heart failure where that person couldn't move around and do what they wanted to do or, or even worse, can't do what God wants them to do. Um, then does that 90 years old, does that 90 years, uh, is it still as valuable when I tell you the last 15 of it was, was suffering? Uh, but what, you know, we, we really still look, Oh, they, they did it. They made it till 90, but that is a person who is alive, but not necessarily living. And I specifically don't believe that president Donald Trump will be able to live through this. Um, what you'll see a lot with people who are suffering, who are not really living, is their pride will, will step out front and, and try to make it look like they are living. And I think that's exactly what we saw when he took his, his joyride outside of the hospital. It was, I'm in here. I'm, he, he, he's probably struggling. I, I, I know what reports are saying, but he's probably struggling. I know having your oxygen drop is no fun. Um, You know, I know with COVID, most COVID people who are symptomatic to to the point of needing uh, steroids and uh, all these different, all this different medical care that he's getting, he's likely short of breath. Uh, What I've seen with a lot of people is their heart rate is unusually high compared to their baseline, meaning that they're going to, their heart is going to start racing as soon as they do a small amount of activity. So he probably has all those things going on, but instead of just kind of saying, this is what's going on and this is rough, they, what a lot of people like to do is cover it up. So getting in the car and waving and putting a suit on, that's how you cover it up. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a patient's home and the patient just told me how miserable they were. This person might say, oh, my pain is 10 out of 10. I feel awful. I don't think I can do therapy today. I don't want to do anything. And let that phone ring and it be a family member or a, a co-worker or something like that. And they say, hey, how you doing? The first thing, oh, you know, I'm hanging in there. I'm doing okay. Um, so you'll you'll see that regularly with people who are feeling awful. It's this, it's this pride and it's this American way that makes us disguise our weakness and disguise. Uh, our pain and disguise our inadequacies uh, and and just put some pride out in front and say, oh, no, I'm hanging in there. I'm going to make it. I'm doing all these cliches that you hear people saying, if you could really read people's minds and say, how are you really doing? A lot of them would just say, oh, man, this sucks. I can't take a step. I'm in pain. I'm suffering because for some reason we think suffering is bad. But I mean, Jesus suffered for us. So You know, if he did it, why can't you do it? So when I when I'm talking about Donald Trump will not live through this, I'm saying he will not live. I'm not saying that he won't be alive. I'm not saying that he will die. But for Donald Trump, living is being able to talk constantly. We saw in the debates how he could just keep going, keep going, keep going. What's going to happen is he's going to have to take a breath in between those words now. He's going to have to pick his spots if he decides to go after Joe Biden in the debate and just kind of ram off at him because he's not going to have the breath control. I can almost guarantee it. Y'all wait till the next debate and then check back with me and, and, and see if I'm right. I know Donald Trump likes to play golf. Very unlikely he will be able to play 18 holes of golf. Uh, I, I just started playing golf myself. My, uh, uh, my kids play golf, um, even if he's in a cart and, and, and doing all of that. He's going to have a very tough time playing golf with the after effects that COVID-19 brings about. Um, I don't care whether they give him steroids or not. He's likely to be short of breath. He's likely to have his heart rate go up quickly just from swinging a golf club. And there's going to be some residuals. Now you won't see this. You will see him smiling with his hair perfect and a suit and acting like everything's okay. Because like I said, just like all of these patients do, when someone asks you how you're doing, you're going to say, oh, I'm great. It was nothing. You're going to see this play out because we, are, we have been trained to have that pride. We have been trained to cover things up and act like suffering makes you weak. But every, all across the Bible, it tells us that when we are weak, that's when God can really come in and, and show you his glory. Um, that's when his grace can really be realized. And for some reason, we don't want to accept that. We don't We don't want to just be weak and suffer and, and let God come in and, and, and make us strong. We want to make ourselves strong. We want to po- poke our chest out and say, no, we're okay. COVID-19 did nothing to me. That's just not real. Um, I'm just going to tell you all that straight out. That is not real. If you get COVID-19 or if you uh, are able to encounter some people who have had covid-19 believe me if they're being honest with you they will tell you the same so i do not believe he will be able to live through this i believe that he is going to have a good block of time where he is going to be struggling and how well they are able to cover that up i don't know but he's going to struggle because you 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 just the the people who are going to Kind of get through COVID a little bit easier are the people who exercise, who eat right, who have very strong immune systems from the things that they eat. Um, the people who have normal weight, the people who have no pre-existing conditions. Um, and I, you know, I'm speculating, but my, my guess is the president has more pre-existing conditions that we than we know about, because a 74-year-old obese, and I'm talking from objective terms, uh, white man is likely to have pre-existing conditions. Um, And again, the the life expectancy is 76 years old and he is 74. So you can take that information and do what you want with it. Now, you'll never hear anybody say anything like that. You'll never hear anybody let on to anything like that. But these are just objective facts that we can all look up. You can just look at Americans and just look at what people look like towards the end and as they're struggling and as they have issues, and then you add on COVID-19. And you tell me what you think. So he won't be able to live through this. He will struggle through this. Now he might get back to living a month or two down the road and be able to do all the things he, he needs to do or wants to do, um, who knows. But as for the, the current, that that's what I believe. And there's there's a lesson to be learned with this, um, because a lot of us want to kind of gauge ourselves based off of what we can get through. You know, if you get through arthritis, if you make it through a heart attack or, you know, you look at your family members. But I really want you to think about yourself wherever you are in life. Think about what are you leading yourself up to? And people make it through heart attacks, people make it through strokes, people make it through diabetes, people make it through all of these diseases and conditions, but I wanna make sure everybody understands they don't really live through these things. These conditions and diseases, I mean, you know, that I believe are probably still, they, it's hard to gauge this, but they're still as uh, detrimental to your life as COVID-19. Things like diabetes and heart attacks and congestive heart failure and strokes, they're just as detrimental to your life as COVID-19 right now, even though COVID-19 has the spotlight. But people don't live through this stuff. They get a significant portion of their lives chopped off. And I'm talking about their their life expectancy, but their actual life and their ability to live. Like There's a lot of things that you can't do once you um, allow yourself to contract a disease that, that could be preventable you know, with COVID-19, we prevent it by wearing masks, by social distancing, by washing our hands, using hand sanitizer, uh, building up our immune systems with plant-based foods, uh, elderberry, uh, sea moss and all that stuff. Um, You know, we have all those ways, but with all of these, every condition has that with it. You know, if you wanna prevent heart disease, don't eat as many uh, animals. If you want to prevent diabetes, don't eat as many animals because that's that's how it gets your liver going and leads you to diabetes. Uh, I don't want to keep saying all different ones and say, if you don't want to have COPD or lung issues, don't smoke. Don't be around people who smoke. Um, If you don't want to have just about any disease, don't become obese. Don't let your weight get out of control. A lot of this stuff kind of comes back to eating. Therefore, you see the second book I wrote, it wrote is thou shalt eat your way out. But I'm just saying that we have precautions for all of these things. And if we take the precautions and we avoid these conditions and diseases, then we can live. And that's why the chapter in 65 is do you want to live? Not do you want to be alive? Not do you want to be in in a wheelchair for the last 10 years of your life? Not do you want to stay in the same city and state for the last 20 years of your life because you're you're not able to travel. Not do you want to dream about experiences that you can't actually realize, but do you want to live? Do you want to go do all of the things that you want to do? Do you want to be able to execute all of the things that God has for your life? Or do you want to just be alive because COVID-19 or diabetes or Alzheimer's or uh? heart disease or a stroke or any of those things take your ability to live away. All right. So just think about that. Think about the president. Think about how he started with COVID-19 and how he addressed it and how he approaches it. Uh, think about even what he just said last week in the debate about, you know, wearing his mask. You know, I wear it when I when I think I need to. I mean, we, you know, when, you, when you're lax with your precautions around things, when you're lax with what you're going to eat, then you can't, you can't be surprised when you get cancer. When you're lax with when, when, when you wear your mask, then you can't be surri- surprised when you get COVID-19. Okay? When you're lax about when you exercise, then you can't be surprised when you become obese and you get all of the conditions that come with that. We can look at President Trump as a case study of when I, I, I don't take the precautions, I don't take things serious, I don't take my diet serious, I don't take my exercise serious, I don't take wearing my mask seriously, and there are consequences to be paid. And those consequences are going to stop you from living. Okay, you may stay alive, but you will suffer. The same way he's antsy and has to bust out and put his secret service at risk and take a ride, you're gonna be antsy in your house with diabetes or with a stroke. You're gonna be antsy. You're gonna be like, man, I want to go out, but you're gonna get up and you're gonna realize you can't walk because you had a stroke and it affected your left side and now you need a walker and you need somebody to go with you. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the same thing. You're gonna be stuck somewhere. And you're gonna want to get out. You're gonna want to do this. You're gonna want to play golf. You're gonna, gonna you're gonna want to go out and talk about Joe Biden. You're gonna want to go out and do all of these different things, just like President Trump wants to do right now, but you won't be able to do it. Because when you were in a position to take the precautions, wear your mask for COVID or eat the right things for diabetes or eat the right things to not get heart failure and heart disease that leads to strokes and stuff like that. When you were in a position to do those right things and to take those things seriously, which is right now, you know, if you're somebody who's 40 or 50 years old and you hear me and you just say, I hear that guy, it makes sense but I'm gonna go do my own thing. If you're watching this in the morning, if you say, "I hear them," but man, that McDonald's bacon, egg, and cheese is looking good, and I gotta get it. When you when you're lax with the things that you need to do ahead of time, just know that later on it will stop you from living, and you're gonna be that person who picks up the phone and somebody's gonna say, "How you doing?" and you can say, "Oh man, you know, I'm hanging in there. I can't complain." Or whatever other cliche that you have to say. When somebody asks me how I'm doing and I say I'm doing good, I'm feeling blessed, I'm feeling like I could run 10 marathons, I really feel it. Like I really, really feel it. Now, lately I've been doing keto and vegan with no sugar and I can't lie, I've been having some headaches, you know, I'm coming off my sugar addiction and... I'll tell people like, oh, man, I'm, you know, I'm struggling because I'm but like right now at this moment, I feel great. You know, I'm on my second spurt of keto uh, and I feel great. Not a, not an ache going on right now. I'm full of energy. I could go for the next 24 hours and talk to y'all, even though you wouldn't listen. But I, I want you to I want you to I want you to ask yourself when someone asks you how you're doing, can you actually be honest with them? Can you, can you actually humble yourself and, and embrace that humility and be honest with them and just keep doing that? And, and then sometimes that that brings people to a point of maybe I need to do something different. If I'm really feeling like this, we should walk around and feel good, especially, uh, you know, through I would say through our 80s. We should be walking around and feeling real good. We really shouldn't be struggling. I know everybody thinks you're supposed to have arthritis and all this stuff. But nah, you don't need to have that stuff. You should be able to breeze through your 80s and feel good. Okay, if you look around the world, there's people who do that and they do that based off of what they eat, how they treat their body, more walking, and exercise, et cetera, et cetera. So that's all we have to do. And then we can live. We can live so we can serve God's purpose for our life and we can live to do some of the things that we might want to do with our lives. But as for President Trump, I don't think he's going to live through this COVID-19. Um, I think it's going to be really tough on him for a good while. And I don't think we're going to get to see what it really is. Um, But I will be praying for him. Uh, I hope that God heals him. I hope that God inserts some humility in him during this healing process. I think we see a little bit of that based off of how he's talking about the stimulus and all that stuff now. You know, I'm not going to argue with somebody on whether this is real or fake or whatever, none of that really matters. It's really a waste of time to, to speculate on whether what Donald Trump is going through is real or fake. What does matter is what's going on in your life and what's the COVID-19 that's about to hit you, whether it's COVID-19 or something else. How are you really feeling? And how are you, what are you doing uh, right now? That's really all that matters. The Donald Trump thing really just gives us something to talk about, gives you something to click on. Um, it it really just gives me a way to get this message to you because I love you and I want you to live a long life in which you can serve God's purpose. All right. 65 movement. Um, the 65 movement is the podcast. Uh, I, I pray that you guys will review it, share it, subscribe to it. Um, if you like it, if you don't like it, then don't do any of those things. Um, www.65book.com. That's the website. Still got a lot of write-ups on there. Uh, you know, nothing that current, but I mean, I I keep telling people, I keep writing the truth. Never the truth never gets old. So everything I've written on that website is the truth. So it never gets old. You can read it today or you can read it 10 years from now. It will still be the truth. It will still be applicable to your life. Um, Dr. Petty 65 on Instagram and then 65book.com on Facebook. That's where you can catch me. Uh, if you need to email me, if you got any questions, drpetty65 at gmail.com. Spell out the doctor. And I just pray that you guys will enjoy your lives. Enjoy what you what you have, even if you got to enjoy it with a mask on. And I hope that you will take the precautions that are needed so that you can live. Um, I don't think this pandemic is near over, but I do think it will end one day. And the question is, will you put yourself in a position to live after it's over? Or will you put yourself in a position to be in suffering, you know, well after people are uh, moving on with their lives and we get to so, get back to so-called normal, which I don't I, we'll have a new normal, but will you put yourself in a position to really thrive When it's time to do so, or will you come out of this, you know, with COVID nineteen, or diabetes, or heart disease, or something like that? That's the question I really want you to ask yourself. I I, I really, not that I don't, I'm not gonna say I don't care about the Donald Trump part, but this is really not about him, as far as I'm concerned. It's about you. All right, so just think on that. Think on yourself. Meditate on that. Search deep inside and, and, and think about, you know, are you going to be able to live? Look around at the people you love, the people that you maybe have modeled your life after and say, is this person really living or are they stuck in a room, stuck in the house, not able to do what they want to do, not able to really serve a purpose in life because of the decisions and the, and the you know, the way they lived once upon a time. All right. Till I talk to you all again. God bless. Hopefully that was informative.